Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories, the show where America is the star and the American people. To search for the Our American Stories podcast, go to the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And up next, we bring you Blair Cornell to tell you the story of his family, their experience with special needs, and what Blair is doing as a result. went off to college to Ohio University, and that's where I met my wife, Kat. We met freshman year and were good friends for those first couple of years, and then took that plunge and decided, are we gonna take this risk to, uh, to jeopardize our friendship and maybe date? And uh, I'm so glad that we did, because we started dating and never looked back and uh, have been best friends ever since. We graduated in college in 2004, and I convinced Kat to move back to my hometown here in Dayton, Ohio, where I knew I was going to be working in a family business, financial advising, wealth management business that I had wanted to work in since I was a little kid with my dad. And she trusted me and believed in that. And um, so she followed me back to Dayton. And that's kind of how we ended up here. Kat and I got married in 2006. Um, uh, Kat is a CPA, so she was in the accounting field for a couple of years, and then she went on to work with um, a larger firm, LexisNexis, as a financial analyst, and did that for a couple of years. 2008 came, and we had our first child. Caitlin was born and changed our lives forever. 
Shortly thereafter, then, we uh, welcomed our second child into the world, and that was Carter. And that's really where our lives changed significantly. In 2010, um, on August 23rd, 2010, I remember the day like it was yesterday, Kat and I were driving in for our 20-week ultrasound, and we found out um, some exciting news that we were having a little boy, but we also found out some devastating news that he was going to be born with moderate to severe special needs, if in fact he would even survive. For us, we had made a decision that we were going to make the most of this. For, for several weeks then, um, we continued to try to find answers and figure out what was going on. And we went down and had uh, very good care down in Cincinnati and Cincinnati Children's. And that's a top hospital in the country. And we had a great team of physicians that answered a lot of questions and helped to get us kind of on track for what we were going to be expecting. Uh, meanwhile, Kat was very sick. Um, she didn't really eat much for about four or five months while she was pregnant with Carter. Um, she was not able to keep any food down. She had extreme hyperemesis, uh, which is extreme nausea. And that's what prevented her from really being able to eat much. So she was on a lot of supplemental nutrition, uh, which was taxing for her and for me, um, you know, caring for our daughter, Caitlin, at the time too, before Carter was born. And so that was a tough time as our family had to adapt to that and figure that out. Uh, but we were also excited for the journey that God was going to put us on when Carter was born. And in 2011, January 4th, 2011, we welcomed Carter Thompson Cornell into the world. And that's really when the journey began uh, for what God had in store for us and the plan that, that he had for us that we couldn't have foreseen back when we had just Caitlin or before when we were just getting married. You think you are going to be heading down one path and you realize quickly that there's a bigger plan that we don't all know the answers to. And so Carter was born in January 4th, 2011 and was in the NICU at the hospital for 10 days. And um, then he came home. From there, we started to adapt to what it was going to be like to live with a child with special needs. Yeah, when you hear that a child certainly is going to have challenges, you're heartbroken. And you go through that denial and that uh, feeling of, of sadness and kind of, you, you, I, I think, at least for me, you're a little selfish at first, wondering what's this going to mean for me and how, how much harder is this going to be for me and, and how is this going to change our family and all the plans that we had and how that's no longer going to be uh, exactly the way I had planned it. But then I think over time, you start to evolve into this is no longer necessarily just about me and a challenge for me, but there's an opportunity for me and for others to, to reshape us and to be able to say, hey, this is a positive and this is a blessing. Because at the time I would have told you, I have no idea how I'm gonna be able to do this and I'm not sure I can do this. But when you're in that moment, when you have a child, you'll do anything and you find a way Carter surpassed a lot of doctors' goals just from the fact that he was born full term. A lot of doctors thought he might have been preterm, which could have present more challenges. And the fact that he was full term was a big, a big win and um, a big success. Then in the hospital, he, you know, had a lot of things that we weren't sure about, like hearing and eyesight tests that seemed to be going okay. And so then when he came home, there were certain things we didn't have to worry as much about, and other things we had more to worry about. But Kat, who was staying home with our kids at the time, uh, spent a lot of time researching and learning what she could, um, and then going to lots of doctor's appointments and meeting with different specialists. And so there were lots of unknowns and a lot of uncertainties for those first few years. Um, but that's really when Carter um, started taking on his own and really doing well, and, um, and started surpassing, quite frankly, what we had all had expected in those first few years of his life. Carter, to this day, is somebody that we, you know, always are wondering what's coming next, but he continues to surprise us in a lot of ways. And you've been listening to Blair Cornell tell the story of his family. You're having a boy. And the bad news, as he saw it initially, his boy would have special needs. That is, if he survived at all.
One thing we heard clearly, though, from Blair is that he was excited to find out what journey God had for him. And clearly his faith life had so much to do with how he handled this. His initial response was a selfish one. How would this affect me as opposed to, well, might this be an opportunity? And when we come back, we're going to find out more about how young Carter changed Blair Cornell's life here on Our American Stories. Lee Habib here, the host of Our American Stories. Every day on this show, we're bringing inspiring stories from across this great country. Stories from our big cities and small towns. But we truly can't do this show without you. Our stories are free to listen to, but they're not free to make. If you love what you hear, go to OurAmericanStories.com and click the donate button. Give a little, give a lot. Go to OurAmericanStories.com and give. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with five good things a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And we're back with our American stories and Blair Cornell's story. After the birth of their first child, Caitlin, Blair and his wife, Kat, found out that they were about to have another child, a boy who's going to be born with moderate to severe special needs. Let's pick up where we last left off. In 2006, I was driving home on a summer night, and uh, I came into the house, and uh, I looked at Kat and she said, you've got to help me. I've had a really rough day, and I don't really know where to go or what to do or how to get Carter back on track. He's had a rough day. And I said, well, what can I do? And she said, I don't really know. So I walked over and sat down next to Carter, 
knelt down next to him and said, Carter, what's going on? And he couldn't really talk. He was crying and tears were running down his face. He was just very upset and frustrated. And I thought, well, maybe I could take him for a ride in my car. And I had a, a fun convertible at the time. And I said, Carter, do you want to go ride for a ride in daddy's convertible? And he looked up at me like a light switch was flipped and said, ride in daddy's convertible? And I said, yeah. And he said, let's go. And so I remember carrying him out to the garage that night. I could just feel his chin resting on my shoulder as we bounced along the way out to the garage. And I strapped him into the convertible and buckled him up and away we went. And that night I watched all of his fears and tears and frustrations really go away. And it was a pretty incredible experience to see just a simple car ride really change his life. And I thought to myself, that was pretty incredible. There's got to be something more to this. And as I talked with more people and Kat and we experimented, we realized that that was a big trigger for Carter. Kids with special needs, they have triggers. And some of them, it may be cars. For Carter, it's certainly cars, but also music. Um, those are triggers that can kind of distract him and put him back on track and really kind of help reshape how that day is going to go. So after I experimented with that, we realized there was more we could do with this. And we went to, to work in creating a nonprofit that we formed that we call Joyride. And Joyride was formed at the end of 2016. And we launched our first event in 2017. And Joyride is all about kids, cars, and smiles. That's our tagline. It's pretty simple. It's just getting together kids with some amazing cars to put a smile on their face. And it's a pretty simple thing when you think about it, but it's something that can be very moving, not only to the kids, but certainly their families, but I think everybody that comes to our events, whether they're a car driver or they're a volunteer, it's a way for people to feel fulfilled in their life and giving back to a community of people that tend to get overlooked. Uh, Joyride started out at our very first event. We had 12 cars and about 45 kids. And our biggest event, we've had 30 cars and almost 150 kids. So probably five, six, seven hundred people that were there in total when you factor their families and friends and all the volunteers. It was so it's been a fun, fun um, way to see people gather and give back in a big and meaningful way. And as we continue to see Joyride grow, you know, I don't know where it'll go, but I can tell you that with uh, the impact that it's had just on me personally, it fuels me and continues to push me harder to have more events bigger events, um, and reach more kids. I've got four kids now. Brady and Davis were born uh, when Carter was just three years old. And um, Brady and Davis were born, they're twins. And I would tell you that they have, even though they're several years younger than Carter, they've kind of become a big brother to him in some ways and how they already help him and give back. And it's neat to see them be excited to come to Joyride events to want to give back. and the same way that Carter's older sister, Caitlin, does. And that's really what it's all about, is getting an event put together for the community to come together, but to realize we can all hit the pause button on us and maybe find a way to give back to others. We're trying to make this the most, the most high-end that we possibly can to make these kids truly feel like a VIP. You want to try to bring cars in that aren't cars that you'd see every day on the street. That's what makes it special, makes it unique. So the cars that we have there are very unique. We have uh, really typically a lot of the exotic or really high-end cars like Lamborghinis and Ferraris and McLarens and you know really anything that you would probably turn your head at on the road and think that's not normal. That's not something you see every day, um, at least in most areas. That's what we have at our events. And I also kind of have a little chip on my shoulder when it comes to siblings of kids with special needs that they get to do all the sporting events and the sleepovers and everything else and their sibling can't. And I think it's okay that they get to go to an event and they don't get to ride in these cars, but Carter does. And Carter's friends that also have special needs do, but their siblings don't. 
And it's not that I'm trying to exclude them, I'm just trying to make it that much more special for our members of Joyride, which are the kids that have special needs. But I'll tell you, the, the story, story that sticks out to me the most was at our very first event, believe it or not. At a very first event, there was um, somebody who came to our event, a driver that came to our event. He had probably the nicest car at the event. He was driving a Lamborghini Aventador, which for those of you that don't know much about cars, it's a, it's a half a million dollar car. So it's a very expensive car that Lamborghini has. It, it handles and performs as well as anything out there. But this driver looked at it purely as it's just a car. And it's a car to be used here for today to create happiness for these kids. He didn't care if kids were standing on the seats. He didn't care if kids were rubbing up against it. He didn't care. It was just a car and it was not going to, he was not going to guard it and not let anybody really get to enjoy it. It was there for the kids to enjoy. And I'll tell you, I'm always walking around a little bit and making sure that parents and kids are respecting these cars because they are very expensive cars and not everybody feels like this driver did. But on this particular day, this driver was there and I watched his interaction with these kids all day long. And after the event, um, I remember watching him talking to one of the kids, the members from Joyride, and it was a scene that you would almost see from a movie. He was kneeling down next to this little boy that the boy was telling him about how he was scared because he had some treatments coming up that he wasn't sure how it was going to go. And this, this little boy had all kinds of challenges and he had some pretty intense medical treatments that were coming and this driver knelt down next to him and took his hat off that the boy had kind of taken a liking to and said, well, I've gone through a lot of medical challenges myself too. And this hat is my magic hat that's helped me get through all of that. And when I wear this hat, it protects me to make sure that I don't feel any of that pain or I don't worry. He goes, I'm going to give you my hat and you wear this hat and that's going to help get you through all those challenges. And you could see probably 10 volunteers watching that interaction and they're all in tears watching this driver. And I pulled him aside at the end of the event and I, I said, I just watched that and that's amazing that you have that outlook. And he said, look, I've gone through a really tough time in my life. Um, I've gone through a divorce. I faced a lot of medical challenges myself. And he said, I bought this car thinking it would bring happiness to me. And it has, it's been a fun toy to have but I've never experienced joy with this car or joy like this in my life before. This is one of the best days of my life. And seeing that I can help somebody else has really moved me. He said, I can't wait to come back and do it again. And that's exactly what Joyride is all about. And a terrific job on the storytelling and production by Robbie Davis. And a special thanks to Blair Cornell for sharing his story, his family's story, and what he did about it, what he did about it in his own community, starting Joyride. Carter is having a rough day, and he thought, maybe I can take him for a ride in Daddy's Convertible. By the way, what parent hasn't thought this at some point or another to solve a problem? I watched all of his tears and fears go away. One simple car ride. It was a trigger, one that can distract him and put him back on track. Indeed it did. And the scene I'll always have in my mind is the driver and his magic hat with that young boy and what it did for the driver as well as the boy. A story of compassion, of love, of so much more. Blair Cornell's story, the joyride story, fast cars and big smiles here on Our American Stories. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Our American Stories, and now it's time for our Rule of Law series, where we tell stories about what happens when the rule of law is present or absent in our lives. Our own Alex Cortez brings us this next story. This is the story of three residents of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. My name's Craig Richardson. I'm an economics professor at Winston-Salem State University. I'm uh, Matthew Bryant, and I've practiced law in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. My name is Paula Smith. I sell flexible benefit plans, so FSAs, HSAs, HRAs. I have a, a wealth of knowledge of HSAs and FSAs, so if anyone needs to ask me questions, <laughs> I can answer those questions. I was driving on my way to work, and I heard a story on my local NPR station about a couple named James and Phyllis Nelson. They bought this little dream home outside of Winston-Salem. Surrounded by hardwoods, looking out their bedroom window, they could see Pilot Mountain. And what they started to relay was something which was shocking to me, which was the fact that one day when they woke up in 1996, this was about 17 years earlier, they woke up to see the government workers driving stakes in their lawn. And they came out to ask what was going on, and they said, well, this is where a road's coming through. A highway, a future highway. And it's the center line of the road, and it's gonna go 200 feet on each side of these stakes. It turns out that that road goes right through his kitchen, right through the middle of his home. This whopping surprise arrived for Paula Smith, too. Bought the house that we we lived in for 29 years in Winston-Salem, so. At that time, we didn't know anything about a highway coming through our neighborhood. There was a lot, of, a lot of years there that we were living not knowing what was about to happen to us, that's for sure. Now, when we hear a story like that, you know, I think we, we know that sometimes this happens. We have eminent domain, which means the government has the right to um, have uh, public projects and they buy out homes. But what gave the twist to the story was that the Department of Transportation was using a law passed by our General Assembly in the late 80s that allowed the department to make road plans that would restrict the development and use of property indefinitely until the department got around to acquiring and getting ready to construct the roadways. 
It turns out that there's something called the Transportation Corridor Map Act. What gave this a very unusual twist was that in North Carolina, unlike any other state, which also there are other states that have map acts, but unlike any other state in the United States, there was no time limit on when these roads could be built. In other words, the DOT, the Department of Transportation, could plan a road, could say it would happen sometime in the future, and essentially have carte blanche to decide whenever that road would be built. And these were called road corridors. Now why would the DOT do something like this? Well, the original intent was that this idea would save taxpayers money. The idea behind that was that if we designate your house in a road corridor and we're going to eventually buy your house out, we don't want you to put in a new kitchen. We don't want you to add a garage or add value in any way because that's going to cost taxpayers more money. So we're going to put you in this road corridor and we're going to say that you basically any idea you have about improving your value property is frozen. Now for the vast majority of states, they have about you know, less than a year they have to act or the corridor goes away. But again, in North Carolina, there was no time limit whatsoever. This gave the power to the state a tremendous amount of power and it locked people like James Nelson in for years, if not decades. I had never really heard of this law. Uh, however, they used it in Winston-Salem back in 1997 and restricted hundreds and hundreds of properties and didn't pay for it. And the owners were all sort of stuck waiting for the department and the department never really got around to funding that road and building it. So that had festered since the 90s through the 2000s until 2009. We put the house on the market in November of 2006. So we've redone all this stuff. It's now better than it was. Let's sell this house and let's go find something else we want to build. And the realtor comes out, puts the sign in the yard. She does her due diligence. She comes back and she says, about literally about two weeks after the house had been on the market, she comes back and she says, hey, I think it, you've got a problem. And she said, uh, your house is going to be taken by the, by the DOT. I said, oh, no, it's not. It's, it's going to be like three or four houses down away from us. It's not coming through our yard. We're not, they're not taking our house. She said, oh, yes, they are. They're taking your house. They're coming all the way to the corner now. And I'm like, oh, no, now what? She said, well, I have to take the house off the market. There's no other buyer for your house other than the DOT. She said, no one's going to buy your house knowing that eventually a road's coming through and you know, your only buyer is the DOT. I went, oh. Okay, well, this is interesting. Now what do we do? And she said, you sit and wait. And I thought, this is not right. This is just not right. You can't just tell me I can't sell the, you know, tell us we can't sell our house. And she said, um, well, I, 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 in good faith as a realtor, cannot sell your house to anyone else. So we took the house off the market and we sat there and went, okay, now what? And one of Matthew's business clients was also a victim. And D. Roth Oil Company was sitting on a very valuable piece of property that was, you know, underutilized. It was basically they had to park used cars on it because for 20 years the department had not let it, or at that time about 15 years, had not let it get a building permit to do anything because it was trying to keep property prices down for its ultimate acquisition of the properties. And my immediate reaction on that day in late of summer of 2009 was that cannot possibly be the law. It, it struck me immediately as violative of your right to freely use your property. As long as it conforms with zoning, they can't stop me from doing something legally permissible on my property. I said, they can't stop us doing things legally. So I said, okay, well, let me figure this out. And in the span of a day or two, I figured that this kind of legal gimmick had been used because it's not too novel, you know, if you want to pay some less for something, just don't let anybody freely use it and the price will go down. They had done this thing 25 or six times throughout the state. Well, they had tried that in Florida in the early 90s and it had been almost immediately challenged and struck down as unconstitutional. And we said, well, they can't do this. The department will tell them to just give us the building permit 
or buy us, and we'll tell them this is why. And uh, lo and behold, we went back and forth with the Department of Transportation, and they had no interest in considering what we were doing or really undoing their practice of restricting these properties. And so they told us to just, you know, jump off a, uh, you know, the cliff. And I said, oh, we got to do something about this. And the client, B. Roth, and uh, my partners all said, yeah, this is unconstitutional. Let's go figure out what to do. And we're listening to our Rule of Law series. North Carolina legislators and the DOT are clearly violating the rule of law by completely disregarding their own citizens' constitutional rights to own property and not have it taken without just compensation. That's the eminent domain clause. Eminent domain clause uh, these people were referring to in the story. All to make their own jobs easier and, by the way, to bring down the price for the so-called good of the taxpayers. Because, again, if you can't negotiate with anybody but the Department of Transportation, how do you find out the real value of your home? What happens next in this story? Will the rule of law ultimately reign in North Carolina? We'll find out next after this break. This is Our American Story. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And we continue with our American stories and the story of North Carolina's MAP Act that allowed the state to essentially freeze the improvement, development, or sale of private property. Let's return to one of the affected homeowners. 
and landowners, Paula Smith. We talked to the DOT and they said, oh, probably within, you know, two years, three years, we'll be out there and we'll be, you know, buying your house and you'll be on your way. So 2008, we got a new governor in North Carolina. And Ms. Purdue had her own agenda, as most governors do. She had her own areas of the state that she favored, I should say. And the beltway around Winston-Salem went from being, I think we were like priority number four or five in the state, to being priority number 25. There was another group of environmentalists called the Friends of Forsyth. And the Friends of Forsyth then filed a lawsuit against the highway being built because of some environmental issues. There was some creek that had some kind of creature in the creek that was gonna be displaced and the creek was gonna be altered and so the environmentalists got involved. So that basically, from 2008 to 2010, the DOT was going, we can't do anything in the midst of this mess with the Friends of Forsyth. I think I even commented one time the Friends of Forsyth were no friends of ours because, you know, they were they were fighting against the highway being built. I'm sitting here with a house we you know we can't sell because the DOT has a map on us that says you're going to take our house, but we don't know when. It was just a mess. <laughs> it's just a total mess. Thankfully, the lawsuit was dismissed in 2010. And around this time, Paula met Beverly Reynolds, whose family business had a property that couldn't be expanded or sold because of this MAP Act. And she said, well, let's have a meeting. Well, she got Steve Trogdon, who was the head of the DOT, happened to be in Winston-Salem that day. So somehow or other, she got him to come to our meeting. I went out and put flyers in mailboxes and said, we're having a meeting at 7 o'clock on this date. Please be present. You'll find out what's going to happen. So we had a good 65, 70 people at that meeting. And of course, that's when Steve Trogdon stood there in front of all of us in 2010 and said, I don't know when we're ever going to build your highway. I don't know when we're ever going to take your houses, but you're, you know, you're in the map and we're going to buy your houses, but we can't tell you when. It could be 25 years from now before we buy your house. I think we all just kind of, our mouths just dropped open and went, you can't stand here and say that. I mean, you just cannot stand here and say something to these people that this is their lives. This is their, you know, their land, their jobs, their, you know, you can't just stand here and say that. He just, he just didn't care. I mean, I guess he was trying to be honest with us, but he just, he just seemed very cold about the whole thing. The B. Roth Oil Company said, go find us some other plaintiffs and turn this into a class action, which we met with owners. They had a big group meeting. They, as you will hear, are as conversant as anybody on the face of the earth about the wrongs that the government can do when it thinks it's doing good for the public. And Paula Smith, who I think I may have heard her name before we showed up, Within seconds, when I said, does anybody want to do it? Boom, she's up at the front. We didn't hesitate. You know, again, I think I, after hearing the Mr. Trogdon guy at the head of the DOT say it could be another 25 years, my husband and I looked at each other and said, this is not right. We have to do something. And Matthew, he, he, he wanted somebody to, to join the lawsuit. And I believed in him. I'm not that kind of person that's going to sit around and do nothing. I sometimes get myself in trouble. Sometimes I say things I shouldn't say sometimes because I just, you know, believe that you've got to stand up for yourself. Paula and Kenny were always the face of the litigation through the class action. So we said to everyone, the more people we get, the more weight it has. And I said, you know, you don't charge up a hill at the opponent with five people. You send 500 people up the hill. By the time we started showing up at the appellate courts, we had 50 or 60 cases. Then the next time we visited, we had 70, 80 or nine, we had maybe 90 cases. Every time we showed up, we had more cases. And the Supreme Court and the judges and justices knew this. So yes, it, the fact that this was statewide and on such a large scale and not just a little one-off in some little town someplace, absolutely gave it gravity. I know I took my daughter, this might've been the Court of Appeals hearing that we went to in Raleigh. She said, I want to go to and see what this is about. And she was just amazed. I mean, she's like, 
this is really, okay, I'm gonna say bad, this is really bad, you know, because of course she's a 20 something at that time, and she's like, this is really bad, and I'm like, yes, this is. I mean, it's kind of fun to watch. The, the courtrooms were packed. I mean, Matthew did a, a good job of getting people to go to the courtrooms and being in the courtrooms and letting the judge and the Court of Appeals and the Supreme Court see that, you know, these are real people that are being affected here. These people is sitting here in this room are the ones being affected. It always bothered me. So I go to these meetings of the churches or I go to the meetings at the court hearings and you look around the room and the majority of people, I get a little teary-eyed talking about this. You get, you get in these rooms and these people that are in these rooms are all in probably mid-60s to late-60s to 70s to 80s. These are people that have lived in their homes their whole lives or their family farms and things like that that the DOT had no, they didn't care. <laughs> they just had no compassion for these people whatsoever. And you'd hear that somebody passed away and then now their family, they couldn't finalize the estate because the DOT is holding on to their land and won't pay them out. And you know, it's like, <laughs> this is so sad what they were doing to people's lives. And it was just wrong. I'm glad that we fought it. I was really happy to see that this case was ultimately brought up to the North Carolina Supreme Court. And the MAP Act was overturned in 2019 after more than 30 years of people enduring the MAP Act. I know a person who had wanted to retire in Florida, was unable to sell their home, and um, died in that home because they were stuck. The irony of the MAP Act is it was supposed to save taxpayers money by giving the state power to hold on to land until it needed to be developed and pay a lower price. But in fact, it is incredible in terms of how much this has backfired. Because homeowners have fought for their property rights, the property rights that are constitutionally guaranteed, have sued the state, and now are owed money that is many times multiple of the original home. And the lawsuits, according to one estimate, could cost the state over $1 billion. So this is an unfortunate road, so to speak, that the state took. Whatever they have saved, they are now having to pay for it. You know, it, it has increased their anticipated acquisition costs in today's dollars two or threefold. You know, the judge says these people are entitled to interest back to the date of the taking. So the date of the taking, I think, was for us was 2008. I think it was 8% interest, which was a nice, nice sum of money. And because they kept dragging this out in court, we got a lot more money for our house in 2019 than we would have gotten for our house in 2010. But it's because they just kept dragging it out and dragging it out and dragging it out. In my own backyard, there are 3,000 people who have property rights that is very similar to a country I've been studying for 15 years, Zimbabwe. In fact, they have the worst property rights in the entire country. And what I did was I said, well, let's pretend that this area outside of my city is a little country. Let's stack it up against a well-known property rights index put out by the Heritage Foundation, a think tank based in Washington, D.C., which has a very well-regarded property rights index. And what I did when I sort of put in, here's what the power you have to sell your property, here's the power to upgrade your property, here's the power to go to the bank, I found out that, in fact, the people had property rights that were equal to living in some of the worst countries in the world. That would be places like Zimbabwe or Cuba. That's why I named the title of one of my articles is This North Carolina or Zimbabwe? How property rights in North Carolina deteriorated to the level of a third world country. What we had learned is that your average Joe does not like lawyers, does not like the government, loves their property, and would rather be left alone, at least as, uh, as to a road going through their living room. So we had to overcome their distrust of lawyers and their distrust of the government and their distrust of the court system, and they have all been rewarded with putting their faith in us, and that is a reward beyond the money we've made people. It's a professional reward that I gather most people don't get to have in their career, and um, it's been very gratifying. 
it, it's just been an, an ordeal from the beginning, and, and I, I guess that's why I got a little teary-eyed, because it's finally almost over, and it's like I can kind of let my emotions get the best of me now, because it's, it's you know, it's over. It is indeed over, and what voices we heard there. What a story about property rights. Great storytelling by Alex Cortez, as always. The rule of law, North Carolina's MAP Act, no longer. This is Our American Stories. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 